0: I'm Monica.
1: And I'm the other Monica.
0: And we are two Monicas and a microphone. Join us each week to talk about nothing serious. Seriously. We'll talk about life, differences of opinion, our favorite obsessions, and any topic we find interesting. So grab that hot wax and get ready to scream. (laughs) No, seriously, you'll scream. We've had some different topics to formulate our first five podcasts. And this is one of my favorites. And it's also the most personal. Do you have any experience with beauty treatments and enhancements?
1: I do. I've done a few at home. I what have, have you done just
0: in general to yourself? Because I love beauty everything.
1: Just in general. I don't know if you consider these things the same type of enhancements. I think you and I are on different levels. But I have gotten eyelash extensions before, which is major for me. And I've gotten facials, mm-hmm. basically beyond that, a uh, pedicure and manicure. And one time I got a full body scrub down Oh, I love really those. sure what you would call it, but it was yeah, amazing. It's a body scrub. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I was put in a pod and it was quite awesome.
0: Oh, that sounds great. That sounds great. So I do love a beauty treatment or two or five and I've had everything from Brazilian waxes to chemical peels and European facials, brow waxing. I mean, that's pretty ordinary. I'm, I've moved on to laser hair removal. I do my own dip nails. That's a hobby that I picked up during quarantine. I've had BBL laser, Botox, uh, Hydrofacial. I had this one facial at the Four Seasons here. It was an anti-aging treatment and they put this huge clay thing over my face. Initially, they tell you that if you're claustrophobic, it's not a good option and I'm not, but my goodness, let me just tell you, I had to do some deep breathing and to talk myself down from the ledge because I thought I was going to rip it off my face. <laughs>
1: It was intense. It was really hot
0: and I couldn't see anything and yeah. So today's topic is about DIY personal care. I love a good DIY. I think you remember me doing a lot of DIY in college because we went to college in the middle of nowhere.
1: Yes, and I live in the middle of nowhere, so basically a lot of what I do is DIY.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So to kick off the segment, I'd like to play a video of a horribly wrong beauty treatment.
1: First of all, I bought one of the wax kits because I thought it would be better. So I said, let me try a sample. So I tried a sample and it was okay. I put this here on my other arm. Oh my God. Look, the bad thing is that it didn't even spread good. So I think that's what the problem is. I'm gonna cry. I just wanna know if I I just wanna, to... I not even have that much in here, y'all. Woo! You hear me, baby? Ah!
0: God! Okay. All right, Monica, what did you think of that video?
1: That sounds awful. I and, know. And why?
0: Yeah, no. It's just something <laughs> shouldn't be done at home.
1: Yes. And I think you uh, have a personal story about that, pretty much scarred me for life after hearing it. Oh boy,
0: do I have some personal stories. So let me give you the history of my DIY. It started in my teens. My mom decided I wasn't going to be allowed to shave when I was 12 and I was upset. But then I also realized after sneaking around shaving that my hair was growing in darker and thicker. So I thought, well, hey, I'm just gonna go ride my bike to Rite Aid and buy some wax strips. And I started waxing my legs at 14 and I didn't stop. I waxed my legs all the way through college.
1: You're it's the very way- first person I ever encountered who had waxed their legs. That yeah. was my first exper- experience, probably even knowing that that was a thing that you could do. I mean, I don't know why I thought it was a good idea that I'd play some
0: really loud music and be up in my room waxing my legs. <laughs> I didn't really have anything too traumatic happen with that. I just kind of felt like an oddball. And then in college, NADS came out and I finally had a debit card. And so I could order NADS and I used NADS when I was in college. You know, the Australian wax. I thought I was so cool.
1: Was oh, that different than the regular wax?
0: It's not. It was just a brand name. Gotcha. they claimed it was all natural and it was green.
1: Oh, yes, yes. I remember now.
0: NAD's all natural gel removes the hair at its root, leaving you hair free for up to six weeks. It works. Call now to get your very own supply of NAD's all natural hair removal gel. Eventually I started waxing my bikini line. That progressed into something altogether terrible. (laughs) Noxema was big in the early nineties and my aunts, used to use it all the time to wash their face. So I went down there. My mom's family lives in Texas. And I thought, well, hey, this is cool. So I go back home after my visit and I go and I buy my own Noxema and I'm going to use Noxema to wash my face. And then I think, well, hey, if it works like this and I love the tingle, I'm just going to leave it on. I for sure burned my face. <laughs> it was not, no, it's not fun. Oh I, I, I must've been like 12 or 13. I, was
1: Noxema literally the only beauty product available in our teens. I mean, what the heck? It
0: was hu- that. And then there was Clearasil. Clearasil came up. And I don't know if you remember. Oh, Seabreeze. Do you remember Seabreeze? My cousin and I were obsessed with Seabreeze. We'd Seabreeze our face until there was nothing coming off on the cotton ball. Oh, oh was those, that those like were the days?
1: toner? What is that? It was um, an astringent. So you're like, there oh yeah, go. there we go. An astringent. Mm-hmm. Those are fun to do on your back. Just anybody do that right on the back of your shoulders. It's gross, but fun
0: my mom's visiting right now and i was telling her about our topic and she said oh yeah i remember all of those perms we did they never really turned out and that's really what happened i don't know how many times i tried perming my hair at home with my mom's help who is also a diy beauty girl she dyed her own hair she used to do mayonnaise treatments in her hair egg treatments roll her hair in soup cans to get really big waves and curls so she was for helping me do just about anything but dyeing my hair. So we'd try to get the spiral curls and we failed every time. And I just ended up with a normal 90s perm. So I had a normal 90s perm the whole decade of the 90s. (laughs) And I'd let it grow out and then I'd forget how it didn't work. And then we'd try it again a few years later. (laughs) It was so awesome. To the point that by the time I got to college, I had Emily. You remember Emily? I do. It was before the semester started. She came over to my room, and I just asked her if she wanted to help me perm my hair. Because once again, I wanted the spiral curls so I could stop curling my hair with a curling iron. It was great until we ran out of solution before we covered my whole head. Half of my hair was really curly, and the other half was just wavy. And I never told anyone that we did that.
1: I can't imagine that Emily had ever permed anyone's hair before. Were you a first for her?
0: Uh, Yes, and I think I was the last. (laughs) I definitely think I was the last. But you know, good memories were had and I still ended up resorting to my curling iron the majority of the time.
1: It's a good tool.
0: So did you ever use self-tanner?
1: I did in the seventh grade. I thought I needed really, really tan legs for cheerleading tryouts. I was desperate to make cheerleading. I grew up in the South. It's pretty cutthroat down there. You do get cut. (laughs) Ever been to a cheerleading competition? We're the best. We have fun, we work hard, and we win national championships. I do not want to get (laughs) If your legs were not tan? No, but (laughs) I was in the seventh grade, so my idea of real life was probably just a little bit skewed. Yeah, it was real for me. All the other girls were doing it, and they were the popular girls, and I was on the outside of popularity. I thought, oh, they wear makeup and they put tanner on their legs. They're going to make cheerleader. I need to do this too. Okay. And I did. And it was awful. Even though that's been a few decades, I can still remember how streaked my legs were and how brown my hands were the day before tryouts.
0: We have a problem.
1: About what? I did uh, make it. Oh, good. I did make it. The streaks did not keep me. From making the squad that means you had skill and talent i did i had i had skill back in the day (laughs) and someone then gave you a body scrub to help (laughs) remove the stain (laughs) right oh gosh i don't know what i did to get it off probably scrubbed really hard
0: i had a similar experience but no tryouts involved i just decided i needed to be tan because i lived in michigan and my legs were bright white before a dance or something it was it went horribly wrong uh, I didn't exfoliate. I was streaky and blotchy. It was a horrible idea. Fortunately for us, things have come a long way and now there's spray tan, which I've never done. I can't believe I've never done that. I haven't And either. gradual tanners. I swear by gradual tanner. It, they're so forgiving. They're moisturizing. So I started with Jergens gradual tanner years and years ago and now I've moved on to other things. but. I do love a good gradual tan and I should probably start using it now that it's February. Yikes.
1: Have you ever colored your own hair, Monica? I have. Back in college when it was really, really cool to have two strands in the front of your hair that had been bleached. I did that, went to a friend's for spring break. She did her whole head. (laughs) Yes, and she was a brunette like me. And then I got real brave and just did those strands now when i went to cheerleading i can't believe i had two cheerleading stories this (laughs) is funny because y'all i was a basketball player for the most part but these are cheerleading stories it's really funny to me the fail there came when i went to cheerleading practice and had to pull my hair up in a ponytail and Mm. i had created a skunk stripe because of the strands that I had selected and I did nothing else in my hair. Super cute when it was down, absolutely idiotic looking when it was up.
0: Oh, yikes. I remember dyeing my own hair. So my mom, when she was younger, had hair in all sorts of different colors. She was a redhead at one point, her natural hair color is jet black, but she was a redhead, she was blonde, she's a brunette. And yet for whatever reason, I was not allowed to dye my hair. I have no idea why. So finally we're at college again and I decide, hey, I'm just gonna go get a box of dye. I wanted auburn hair and it was fine. There was no disaster except when my parents came to visit for parents weekend, we're out in the sunlight and my mom's like, did you? Did you dye your hair? I'm like, "Uh huh, what, huh? Mom, let's go eat. (laughs) Just trying to
1: distract her from noticing that my hair was auburn-ish. It wasn't- We're so sheltered in so many different ways growing up. I, I think that it makes for a really exciting adulthood. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, I, I had a great
1: time and eventually,
0: you know, it faded and I went platinum blonde a couple times in my life. No horror stories there because I paid a professional. You cannot go from dark brown to platinum on your own if you don't know what you're doing. And let's it's just probably say- probably
1: even if you know what you're doing.
0: <laughs> oh, probably. I mean, I can honest. see there being a multitude of videos on YouTube about platinum hair gone wrong. There are. I look like a little peacock. I look- no, you look like some weird anime hair. I did get uncomfortable with the contrast between my eyebrows and my hair though. So I went out and I bought one of the boxes of hair color that's supposed to lighten three shades because I didn't want my eyebrows to turn orange. So I would just mix up the whole thing and lighten my own eyebrows. Fortunately, they never fell out.
1: <laughs> I was gonna ask. That and they, they were a
0: little brassy at first, but then they calmed down and I felt a little better because the contrast was just too stark for me. And I, I felt like I was wearing fake hair which I kind of was. So chemical peels, I worked for a company that sold chemical peels. And after I became comfortable with doing them on myself, I would start to experiment to the point where Paul picked me up one time and I decided I wasn't gonna neutralize this specific peel. And my whole chest was bright white and he thought I needed to go to the ER. I was like, oh no, no, it's fine. It's totally fine. It just turns white when it neutralizes. I didn't know that. No disasters there, but we're getting to the big one. I started getting Brazilian waxes in my early, early 20s when I moved to California. It just seemed like the thing to do, and I was tired of shaving all the time, especially in a place where you could wear a swimsuit most any time of the year. Fast forward a few years, I needed to save money, and I decided I was going to do it on my own.
1: I can't believe that you did that to this day. Yeah, me either. Me either. I've had a Brazilian wax before. And that is why I can't imagine doing it myself. The positions you have to get into are awkward and they wax everything, even things I didn't know could or needed to be waxed are right. waxed so i can't even imagine doing that to myself but i have to imagine that you had at least experience to remember what parts you should be doing and orders and things like that mm. so you probably thought you were gonna you're gonna pull this one off oh yeah, yeah. No i just intended. you know and i i've been waxing my bikini
0: line so i didn't think it was going to be much different the best part is in researching this podcast and looking up videos to see if anyone's experience was similar to my own everyone uses the same phrase they all say somewhere in the video now the difference between doing it yourself and getting it done is that when you're getting it done You don't know what's coming. Someone else is in charge and you're not there anticipating. But if you're doing it yourself, you know exactly what's going on. So you can anticipate the pain and then you freeze up. (laughs) And that's exactly what it was. So there I am on my bathroom floor spreading the wax and the bikini line goes okay on both sides and I just keep spreading the wax and the top goes kind of okay. It's really painful, but then I get a little bit lower and I just can't. And I I tried numerous times to pull the wax off and I just had to keep stopping because it was painful. I knew it was coming. Eventually I had to cut it out and (laughs) it was just just so bad and so painful and a disaster. So you'd think I'd learned my lesson. Fast forward a few more years. I think, well, I'm going to get, I'm going to give it another shot. I failed the first time, but my goodness, I still have this wax and I'm going to try again. And the same thing happened. I get the wax all into those places and I just can't do it. And I ended up having to cut it out. I almost had to cancel a date because I couldn't get it out. I thought I was going to cut myself. It was... It was horrible <laughs> and traumatic and I've never tried it again. So it's been I'm almost a...
1: traumatized listening to you tell the story. I can't imagine going through it. Let's see,
0: it's 2021. The last time I tried was 2011. So I have learned my lesson. I switched and I've done Brazilian laser hair removal. I let someone else do it.
1: And you don't have to go back as often, right? Cuz it's laser. No. Yeah. That's it's laser. really fantastic.
0: Pretty awesome so those are my beauty disaster diy beauty disasters i still love a good diy beauty attempt like i said i do my own dip nails i've gotten pretty good at those i love a good pedicure i do all my own pedicures even manicures i've been doing them myself a sugar scrub or a salt scrub you know with a massage obviously i can't do that myself but i've got i just did a scrubs. sugar
1: scrub in the shower today yeah they're great so i love nice. all that stuff definitely So those are my stories.
0: And now that you've heard my stories, friends, we're gonna tell you about some other stories from people whose results were maybe worse and more traumatic than mine.
1: I don't think anything's more traumatic than the Brazilian. I'm just throwing (laughs) that out there. Just throwing it out there. So bad. You can definitely get into a lot of trouble when you get into DIY beauty. What I noticed on social media the most is what people do to their hair. There is a video, and I remembered this video and went and looked it up because I saw it a couple of years ago. A girl is doing a tutorial, and Mm -hmm. I have done curling hair tutorials, but she does a curling hair tutorial, and when she goes to remove the wand and show Mm -hmm. her curl, the curl is still on the wand (gasps) because, yes, she left it on too long. No. Yes. And it just breaks off and she's younger and bless her heart, it is pretty traumatic for her. Hey guys, it's Tori. Um, I'm basically just teaching you guys how to curl my hair. That's a wand, I have a wand. Um, take a shower, use this, it's split remedy. It reduces up to 80% of split ends after three uses. But anyway, so basically if you want like medium curls, then take a piece about this big, maybe like to right there and bring out like the middle of your finger and then like do it like this and then like wrap it around. I think that this is what makes the curls look pretty. and then like wrap it up and then count 20. Count 20 or longer, actually. <gasps> oh my God, kidding me? Oh my
0: God. Yeah, my hair was burnt off. I think something like that probably would have happened to me, but growing up, curling irons didn't get as hot as they do now. I guarantee you I would have been one of those girls. I started curling my hair when I was five.
1: And you curled it at five, holy cow. Yeah, and I was curling my bangs it- at five. Wow, and you curled it every day before college. So I I anticipate you would have lost <laughs> something. I curled my hair every single day too, not to quite the ringlets that you did. I probably hit up my hair with about eight big bouncy curls and then you know, ran my finger through it. Another one is a girl is straightening her hair, mm. and I feel like that could happen to me because I got the flat iron so hot it has mm-hmm. smoked before. So Ooh. there is a video of yeah. a girl and her hair breaks off, and there is a video of, and I think we should play this one, although we might have to bleep a few things out. Okay, But I would love for everyone to listen to this girl catching her hair on fire. So it makes that noise, but you shouldn't be scared because um, I, when I bought it, they said that would be normal. And then, so that's basically, oh. Okay, so I, I take that back. I don't recommend this iron. Oh my
0: God. Oh, yikes. The poor thing, the yes. danger, the excitement, the trauma. <laughs>
1: Okay. So you can tell from listening to that video Mm -hmm. that she was telling everyone why she loved that flat iron right before her catches. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I cracked up so bad. She posted on social media. uh, It's out there for the world. Maybe she wanted to give someone a good giggle, but Mm -hmm. the other things that I've seen people doing their own bad haircuts. And if you just go to the Goog and you do Corona cuts, you will see all sorts of awful, awful haircuts. I don't know why. I understand why people were cutting their hair, Mm -hmm. but I don't understand why they weren't at least trying to watch a tutorial or even You can learn to do anything from the internet. Absolutely. Or they were cutting their hair with regular scissors. Mm. Ladies, if you're going to cut your hair at home, please at least go online. If you, for some reason, cannot leave your home, and get a pair of shears off of the internet and use those. You I'm glad you mentioned some.
0: that because I was tempted to trim Sienna's hair myself with regular scissors. <laughs>
1: no, do not. <laughs> please do not. I have a couple of pairs and Lillian and I use them too if we need to straighten up our hair a little bit. I've used them for that. So don't use regular scissors, please. That's a good pro tip. Thank you. Yes. And don't ever cut your own bangs. I, I think you should just have a professional do that. Rarely do I see that looking good. I, I get trimming them slightly. Again, use shears. All of the, I'm going to do my own bangs. Mm-hmm. Those do not turn out well. And lightening your hair, as you said earlier. Yes. I saw so many videos of people's hair melting off. Melting. I I didn't even know your L'Oreal hair Feria and
0: L'Oreal were my go-tos. I okay. used those boxes guaranteed to lighten three shades without turning your hair brassy. I used to do that when I lived in California because
1: I just wanted lighter hair. Blame you. Lighter hair is more youthful. And it looks really pretty with a tan. I was so tan. Those were the um, days. This is another one I saw. People, when you do your own hair at home... Pro tip from someone who's never done her hair at home but has watched some <laughs> disaster videos. Wash it out in the sink or the tub. Do not take a shower. You become mm. the color of the dye. Lots of people turning pink, purple, and blue.
0: Now I know what my kids are going to do for Halloween next year. Done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Easy.
0: They're Easy. just going to be all blue or purple. There or you pink. go. There
1: you go. <laughs> And um, another, I guess a lot of these come back to hair, but this is hair on your face. I was watching a vlogger show how to precisely shave her eyebrows to this very perfect sculpt. It must be nice to have eyebrows still. Did someone startle her? Someone startled her, her (laughs) boyfriend. And she goes, ah, and phew. (laughs) Half of her gorgeous eyebrow is just gone. And she loses her mind, like as if you threw her puppy down a well. But I get it. I get it. She is a beauty vlogger. So it is maybe like you threw a puppy down a well for her.
0: So uh, I saw a woman who was trying to tell people that they could just shave their face to no. simulate micro <sighs> And so she's using a regular razor and she's shaving her forehead. And someone startled her and she too lost an <gasps> eyebrow.
1: <laughs> now beyond hair... People have done things like get their masks stuck on their face. The big one were those black peel off charcoal masks. Have you ever used one of those? Not a charcoal mask, but I love a peel off mask. The charcoal one sounds scary. It looks scary. People are screaming. Actually, it reminds me very much of your story about your Brazilian wax. It's how people are acting. On your face. Yes, actually, let's listen to a video. I literally can't move my face and it's really, really painful, but I think it's all dry. So, <laughs> oh my God, I think, let's just, oh God, that's, oh, that's not that bad. That's not that bad. Ow. Oh God. <laughs> it's not, honestly, not that bad. I've I've been through worse things than this. Oh, but it's like not comfortable. It's not great. Oh God. Oh my God. My face is so red goodness. I do have a DIY razor story, if you will. And that is basically my mom just gave me any old razor and I used to bleed profusely every time. And I remember it was a brown, it was a brown razor and it was scary. And I hated uh, shaving my legs.
0: You should have waxed.
1: Yeah, I know. I probably, again, I didn't even know about waxing until I met you. My mom was very natural. Now, I know some people are into natural beauty, kind of like I am now, toxin-free beauty, natural ingredients, but not always. Doesn't always need to be that way. By natural, I mean my mom never did anything. Uh, She occasionally wore makeup, but she never put on a mask. I'm sure she shaved her legs and her armpits. I can remember finding one bottle of Noxema in my house the entire time. And I wasn't like you. I didn't live in the city until I could drive. I could not purchase anything for myself. Uh, my mother would that. have to take me. Yeah. yeah. So... Kind of, I guess, how my daughter is locked in now, except I guess if she gets a debit card, she can get stuff online. But eventually I did find a razor. I've been using the exact same razor since probably I was 18 years old. I have changed it out, y'all. It's the same brand.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> I, was a little, I was a little worried there. I might have to do an intervention.
1: And I don't have to use shaving cream or anything with it. I never get nicks. It's my favorite. If they discontinue this, I will probably lose my mind oh actually I'll probably just wax um, because now that I'm older I don't shave my legs every day and they definitely get long and let's face
0: it Monica we're married we don't need to shave every day
1: <laughs> oh for sure <laughs> yeah the other day I announced to Zach when we were out to dinner I was like I shaved my legs so I mean he pretty much knows that's an opening for friskiness oh so, well, that's not nice. once a month
0: Okay, so here's my story about that. Since we had decided to do this beauty disaster, I remembered that I had some wax strips in my drawer and I thought, well, hey, I decided I'm not gonna shave, I'm gonna wax. So I pull these dry, hard things out of the drawer. I heat them up with the blow dryer and it doesn't work. And it doesn't work and it doesn't work. They just wouldn't work. And so I gave up and I did not shave or wax. I wasn't about to get back in the shower to shave my legs after I was dry, yeah.
1: I'm convinced men don't care. No, not Uh, at all. Sure, they might have a preference, but at the end of the day, they don't care.
0: And then talking about cutting yourself, shaving, so I'm down visiting, this was the same visit, I'm down visiting my family and my cousins over. We really wanted to shave our legs, this was well before I was allowed, it was probably 1991. So we sneak into my aunt's bathroom, shaving our leg. And all of a sudden, I cut myself big. I mean, it was about an inch and a half long. Just, I remember the skin coming off and the wounds turned bright white. And I was like, oh yeah, no problem. And then there was a big problem.
1: Oh yeah. That is... Sounds very familiar. It sounds like almost every time that I shaved my legs for the first year that I shaved my legs, it was a bad experience. I am a little traumatized by that brown razor.
0: So after that, my aunt bought me some uh, safety razor or something and that's when I started shaving my legs and then I went home to my mom. And she's like, no, you can't. I was like, what? So enter waxing a few years later.
1: Do you have any everyday beauty disasters that you do? There's a few that I'm notorious for. I'll say one is burning either my neck or my forehead with the curling wand.
0: Mm-hmm. I like to I've done do that. that. You know, once I got um, a hickey and I told my dad, I burned myself with
1: the curling iron. <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> Do you, have you ever caught your hair in the fan at the hair dryer? No, I have and still do. <laughs> have um, you
0: ever had your hand shake when you're curling your eyelashes and ripped out? I ripped out twelve eyelashes oh, one time. No, that sounds yeah. Awful. My hand just like something jerked, and I ripped out twelve. I, I remember I counted them and I put them in my hand. It was almost like I needed to do a little ceremony before. Flushing them down the drain. Was,
1: you could have too, had 12 bald. wishes if you would have just <laughs> I was finger. too sad
0: and my too eyelash, sad. my eye was bald. <laughs> it was bald.
1: My eyelashes got bald once, but that's because I didn't know how to turn on the grill. And I made a fireball come out of it. Ooh, Thanks. that's, yeah, So that was fun times. Have you ever gotten mascara in your eyes? No. How have you not? I'm good. I've been putting makeup on since I was 16. You've never sneezed or moved? Well, in my eye or at the bottom? Yeah, I've gotten it in my eye.
0: No, so I've definitely sneezed and then it ends up all the way at the bottom. And I think that our
1: friends should at least know my beauty level. And that (laughs) is, it was pretty much zero until about five years ago. I didn't wear makeup in college at all. But I wore padded bras, so it's not like I'm against enhancements, okay? Um, And I didn't wear anything but lipstick and mascara to my wedding and pretty much until I lost my eyebrows, which I think is from hormones. I had big, thick eyebrows, so I think that that helped me not have to wear makeup, too, to be honest. Okay, framing your face. Yeah, so my face is kind of framed out, and my lips have pigment already, and so it was just easier. And plus, I didn't know how to do it, and even five you should have years asked ago, me; I would have helped you. Yeah, I just—I guess I wasn't into it. But the funny thing is, I would look at you, and I would think, "Oh, she looks so cute, and she looks so put together," because you would also paint your toes, which I don't think was something I did probably until my thirties. What the heck is wrong with me? If you knew me today. You're just
0: a late bloomer. I would not have guessed you were the same person from when we met.
1: <laughs> I've always loved fashion. Just beauty was never um, anything in my household that had a lot of emphasis on it. In fact, um, my dad didn't like women who wore makeup. Okay. And therefore, I guess I think I internalized that. <laughs> I'm not sure why. I mean, I have
0: some stories about that. I would spend a good portion of my paycheck every couple weeks at the drugstore when I could drive and I'd buy a couple of new nail polishes, I'd buy occasionally some new lipstick and I always wanted something bold and beautiful, sometimes in the fall darker. You know, I really wanted to stay on trend and it never failed. I would come down the stairs into the kitchen and my dad would see me and he'd say, Verbatim every time. Didn't matter what the color was, what season. Uh Moni, um, I think you you got something on your lips there. Like uh, do you need something to take it off?
1: Oh every yes. time every time. It's yes. like
0: dad, come on. This is the color of the season.
1: I like how dads tease their daughters. My dad very much just always poured it into me and I think that his aversion to makeup came from possibly his sister and just teasing her so much about sure. it really. I don't think that he cared one way or another, but I think that that's between him and my mom. There's just not a lot of access to beauty in the house. I have a couple more questions for makeup. you. <laughs> oh, Lillian too. She the Yesterday she had on Green eyeshadow and green hair chalk for <laughs> green. Shirt. I mean,
0: in seventh, sixth grade, I got a sea green pearlescent eyeliner pen, Wet and Wild, mm. and I kept it in my locker at school. And I'd put it on because I thought it made my eyes stand out a little more. And then one day, my mom
1: figured it out, and
0: I had to just give it to her and throw it away.
1: That's, oh, moms. (sighs) Have you ever, I have one last uh, beauty. Have you ever, Mm -hmm. has your makeup ever fallen in the toilet? No. Mine either. I did see that online and I thought that is disgusting. And I would be throwing that away.
0: (laughs) Uh, Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. I've had makeup break. I've had makeup melt. Yes. I remember going to Liz's wedding and I ha- kept my makeup in the trunk of the car and that weekend it was a hundred and <laughs> in something Arizona.
1: in oh Arizona gosh.
0: and all of my lip liners and lipstick, they just melted. I had to throw them away.
1: I have a beauty disaster to do with eyebrows. Ooh, That reminds me of your Brazilian wax. <laughs> Although... Only on the level of pain. Have you ever heard of the redding for eyebrows?
0: Yes, I've had it done.
1: I had it done, but I was pregnant when I got it done. And I think that my entire body was oversensitive. And I remember crying during the process. Also, beauty another beauty process that was really uh, traumatic for me, and I actually needed to take a pill in order to get it done was to get lash extensions, because for some reason at the time, and it was just during a time when I think that I just battled a lot of anxiety that I don't battle now, I couldn't convince myself that she wasn't taking a needle to my eye. Oh. Um, I had never had it done, and in fact, my husband and I owned a salon at the time, a beauty salon. Oh, I never knew that about you. It had massage. It had some skin therapies and then we added in the lashes. So I went in to get it done so I could show other people and Mm -hmm. I had to leave before she could get started. They tape down your eyes. And this is not something I was prepared for at the time. Kind of reminds me when you were talking about that one facial that you got earlier. Oh, yes. (laughs) Um, When you're not prepared, it can be a little overwhelming. Now, I'm really in such a good place in my life, I would not need medication to get false lashes <laughs> but you know sometimes you know anxiety uh can get really high for people so that was <laughs> that was a case for me it was it was as anxiety ridden as going on a plane <laughs> oh wow <laughs> i just do false lashes now i've i've been on the hunt for a couple years now to find the perfect ones and i think i finally landed on them
0: my juvenile box should arrive
1: today by the way well, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, we'll take okay. a picture
0: of me and my new juvenile false lashes, courtesy Monica and post it in our show notes. Oh, I, I would love that. I did want to bring up one last thing, something that many of us, when we were younger, started doing. You obviously didn't, but I did. And that's trimming and tweezing your own brows and how it can go horribly wrong if you're not using the right stencil if you're not using the right ratios. So I started tweezing my eyebrows based on, I think it was an Amway beauty book. Just throwing that out there because my parents were (laughs) Amway at one time. I didn't think I was doing that badly. I do, however, regret it now because I've been a little more educated and I think Anastasia brows, her stencils and her ratios really do give you a better brow. I would just highly encourage anyone, if you're tempted to try it on your own, make sure you have the right ratios, look up Anastasia brows, use their guidelines, and you can't go wrong in a pinch, especially now because I don't know where people live, whether or not those services are available.
1: I only ever had to pluck my unibrow as an adolescent. And then I never touched my brows, even though it was the nineties and mm-hmm. everyone was plucking their brows. I used to love my big brows and I always thought They're Brooke so was right beautiful. I had that type of brow up until i had my son and then hormones kicked in and but now i have my most favorite pomade which has been discontinued due to covid Mm. i will eventually find a replacement and now i can draw my brows in and they look absolutely natural and i love them and i feel like my old self
0: i remember watching my mom paint in her eyebrows for years
1: that is one thing that my mom did when she in her 50s and then after i lost my eyebrows every time i would come to visit my mom would say you need to draw in your eyebrows. (laughs) So eventually, (laughs) I think it was about 10 years later, I finally did start drawing in my eyebrows. And oh my goodness, it was such a dramatic change. I felt like Groucho Marx at the beginning, then I completely felt like my old self again, like some of my youth had been restored, because Mm -hmm. a lot of people still have eyebrows. I really, I really don't.
0: I do want to finish out with an "I can't even. Monica, do you have an "I can't even for DIY beauty?
1: Probably a lot. I feel rude saying them though. <laughs> <laughs> Just say them. Okay. I can't even when people do draw in their eyebrows and they look like cartoon character eyebrows, I think a brow should look natural. And I can't even with the trend where they are sharp and have no flutter to them.
0: My eye can't even is I can't even that I'm not the only person who has tried to do a brazilian bikini wax but now people videotape it.
1: Oh my gosh, on themselves. I can't even on that No one
0: I I can't tell you how many videos I watched and no one really shows anything there was one that was very explicit and I didn't click on that one. Everyone else, you know, has the camera up to their waist and they're describing it. And I look at their faces. I was like, yes, yes, that's about right. <laughs> but I can't even <laughs> that people videotape this stuff now. I'm
1: Thank God that. Oh my goodness.
0: when I tried it, videotaping everything you do, video recording, whatever the kids say these days, it was not a thing. Hey friends, now that you're letting your DIY manny petty dry, you can find us on Instagram, at 2monicas, that's the number 2monicas, or send us an email, T-W-O, Monica's podcast at gmail.com Now it's time to give credit where it's due. Funny Adventures by Winnie the Moog. The following provided by Kevin McLeod. Nowhere Land, Marty Gotza a Plan, Fretless, Life of Riley, Disco Medusa, and Brightwish. The most successful business by Musical Files. Sounds provided by zapsplat.com We also used clips from the official Bring It On trailer. If you'd like to watch any of the entertaining videos we used to compile this episode, we encourage you to visit our show notes and you'll also find all of the music credits there as well.